Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Bigarito. This is Don Strauss. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Dr. Zam for the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula. And I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. <laughs> Join us now as we talk Dolphins football. Or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. And a special edition at that, the 2023 Draft Special. And uh, it seems like it's been a, a really, really long off season, and, and yet at the same time, it seems like it came real quick. And I know that sounds uh, crazy, but I have a feeling a lot of people at home listening understand what I mean by that. Uh, so... Miami Dolphins go into this draft. They don't have a lot of draft picks, but yet it's been uh, an extremely busy off season for the Dolphins, and uh, they were extremely active. So we have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to cover today, uh, and, and that's exactly what we're going to do, as I will be joined alongside Rich Van Zandt shortly. And uh, we will recap uh, the four picks that the Dolphins had in the draft, and we will go through all the uh, – Free agency acquisitions, and of course we lost uh, some free agents uh, as well. Um, the roster will look um, different for sure. Um, not entirely different, but it will certainly be different than last year. And of course we still have a lot of the same question marks that we had uh, before that. Uh, quarterback, of course, is going to be the talk well into the season, if not till the end, and we will see how everything uh transitions and 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 goes uh and and you know it's always different than how you uh forecast things um so uh we will see uh but without further ado rich as i said uh you know we have a lot to talk about today because the dolphins may not have had a lot of draft picks but they certainly had a very busy off season and uh, with that, uh, we will start with the draft. We'll do this in sections. So uh, our first section, we're going to start with the four picks that the Miami Dolphins had. And uh, <laughs> I know that you've followed, um, you know, some of these picks and, and, and uh, along with the entire uh, draft. So we can, we can hit on some of that and some of the other teams. Um, but uh, before we get into each individual, um, it wasn't a lot. We had four picks. Overall, uh, were you happy with the four picks that they took before we get into specifics? No, absolutely not, <laughs> especially the first. <laughs> okay. Can we go one year? Can we please go one year without a cornerback pick? Please? I'm begging it once. I don't know. We, 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 go, we trade for Jalen Ramsey. We've arguably been the two best quarters in the league now, and you take a quarter. It doesn't make any sense to me. You know? Okay. We're in, we're in mid-season form, as I can see, and we will uh, we will start there. So, as I said, uh, yes, um, the Dolphins did make a lot of moves, and, and looking at their draft, their first pick was Cam Smith, the cornerback from South Carolina. Um, they took him in the second round the 51st pick of the draft. Uh, and, and yeah, um, when we get into our next segment, their biggest move this year was uh, Jalen Ramsey. So they did take a, another corner. And, and from what all the talk is, um, you know, it looks like Cam Smith at, at, at the beginning will have a chance, uh, at least they'll have an opportunity to be the third cornerback uh, with uh with Ramsey and, and, and Howard. Um, and I think that from what I'm hearing, Sam Madison uh, is a big part of that. 
um, you know, being the cornerback's coach, I think they feel like they can really work with him. And, of course, uh, you know, probably their biggest move offseason uh, is Vic Fangio, who's uh, your new defensive coordinator. So I think when you take all that and put it together, that's probably where the thinking comes as far as the corner comes. But I understand I mean, how you last, would feel. Last year also, you know, we had a guy that was undrafted that became, you know, a, a low-level star in Coho. So, again, right. why would you take the same position again? It makes zero sense when, you know, when there's gaping holes in your roster. And, you know, we don't have a first-round pick because, you know, our genius owner tampered with uh, Tom Brady and Sean Payton. So we lost our second pick in the, that we had. We traded the first one for, you know, for Suggs. And then we lost, because of Ross's tampering, we lost the other first-round pick. So now you're into the second round, and let's take something that we're deep at. It makes no sense. Well, yeah, you know, deep at is, is might be a little bit of a stretch, but certainly, yeah, we have plenty of that. I, I think your thinking also goes into, you know, you never want to take a corner, uh, you know, in the first round high, and because we don't have a first round pick, you know, I think you equate this pick to our first round pick in a sense, and so it is a little deflating to take that position there. Um, I understand where you're coming from with that. I, I definitely we have do. We have four picks to the draft. It wasn't really a necessity to have a cornerback in this draft. No, and if picks. you look at, you know, if you look at like like you said, we let's let's touch upon just the depth at that position, right? Um, you're right. You have you know a, a guy who uh, I feel you know really good about in Kohu. I talked about him all year. He was like my sleeper, and he basically, uh, in a lot of ways kept uh, your defensive coordinator on the staff, I think, because he was responsible for, for him. And uh, then I think you got, um, you know, uh, I, I guess good production out of him to where he was, you know, uh, looked upon as a guy that, you know, was the bright spot of the defense, uh, you know, as far as that goes. Um, now, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, you know I, I don't know what um, – what they plan on doing as far as, uh, you know, nickel packages and stuff. And, and uh, Fangio, I'm sure, has a different, you know, uh, scheme and all that. But but the bottom line is I think we both agree that he's a guy that, you know, we think can really become, a, you know, a star uh, in this league if he continues to produce uh, the way that he did, you know, just uh, just advancing on that. Uh, you know, he's so young and he got such talent around him. Um, so, yeah, taking another corner now to compete there seems a little bit, you know, strange. But the Dolphins drafts, I mean, it, 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 it's always like a little bit bizarre, right? I mean, it just seems like they yeah, always. It's always strange. And, and you know, there's the talk of, the, of, look, I don't know, Cam Smith may be a good player. I'm not killing him. But there's a reason he dropped in the second round. He didn't really have a good year last year in college. He, you know, he yeah, was a I big mean, letdown. He was, he was supposed to be a first-round pick. He didn't have a good year last year. So, you know, that's scary also. Yeah, you know, if he, if he – I guess it works both ways. Like, you know, if he wouldn't have been around and then you see him in the second round, you say, wow, this guy shouldn't be there. But like you said, there's also a reason why he's there, you know. And, and uh, exactly. Right. And so you have to weigh that, you know uh, – both sides of it, and you know, and, and hopefully we'll see what happens. Like I said, I think that the Sam Madison part of that and the Vic Fangio part of that certainly helps us. Um, and you would hope that you know they'll be able to uh, work with him, and, and if he would have a really good shot, if uh, you know, of of becoming something with the supporting cast that he's got around him. So, uh, I mean, I guess at this point, that's really all we can hope for or say, well, you right? Know, I, mean, think, I think I think the other the other thing it could be. They could be thinking that Xavier Howard's last year this year, maybe, and then he's kind of a replacement down the road. You know, don't kid yourself with that. Not part of the. No, I don't. But that kind of falls into everything that we hate about their their thinking, right? Whether it's uh, uh, a no, no, I'm I'm not anybody else. It It just seems like I'm I'm reading it. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree, but that seems like that's their method of drafting all the time, and it's always to replace what's working, 
right? And that's what they yeah. always do because they don't want to pay. Right, and right. I understand the, the Xavier and Howard. I understand all the contract negotiations and stuff like that. But the bottom line is they're always trying to replace what's high paid or going to be high paid but working very well. And so, you know, if that's the reason, then I have a serious problem with it. Um, but, you know, you can't look to build your team with rookies and rookie uh, salary players to, to compete, nope. to win. It just doesn't work. It's great when it happens nope. and you have those Never guys, does. but you cannot completely build your team around that, trying to avoid paying people because of that. I just think it's a, well, that, a bad that's, situation. You know, that's the main reason I was – that's one of the major reasons I didn't like the pick because that's what I think they did. Yeah. So I think they yeah, went back I, to that. Again. You know? certainly see your point there. Yeah, I, I definitely see your point. Now, if any critique should be done, I think, this year, it would be on the running back situation because I think that, if anything – they really did not improve their or address the running back situation strong enough. I mean, that's where most of the criticism comes in um, with this team. They, they really had a hard time running the ball, and now, um, you know, they have obviously they didn't really address it in, in the fashion that you would want them to. But that being said, their third-round pick was uh, Devon uh, Kane from uh, Texas A&M. Uh, and I don't know how much you know about him, uh, but uh, from what I'm hearing, this is a guy who can basically, if anything, uh, make a, a name and a spot for himself as a special teams player and as a returner. And, you know, again, when you don't address the running back situation like we want to, um, I have an issue with that because I think that we have – already addressed those two areas and so um you know and they re-signed uh you know everyone. most of our guys <laughs> they, everyone they brought back everyone <laughs> everyone everyone so yeah. so you you know you you, you you signed Mostert, you signed jeff wilson jr you signed gaston right we re-signed all these guys and, and now Ahmad. um and, and, and Ahmad, right and, and you who got like three draft. carries last year but they re-signed them yeah but and i you, guess they you, like the third one the third one got him the new contract. So this is this is a pick that kind of doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But hold the fort because it's going to get even better as far as not making sense when you go down yeah, to yeah. the next. Oh, this one, this one's a beaut. Yeah, this one's a beaut, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. And so, if there's one area that the Dolphins are strong at, and they've made themselves even stronger at. It's the wide receiver position. So in the yep. sixth round, with the 197th pick, the Dolphins choose Elijah Higgins, a wide receiver from Stanford. Now, again, nothing against Elijah Higgins. And I think that goes with any of these guys. I mean, um, yeah. but, uh, you know, this is a guy who's probably really talented and, and has a chance to have a lot of impact on a team. But when you look at the depth chart of the wide receiving crew of the Miami Dolphins, it's almost like this kid has to become Randy Moss or else he's just uh, uh, putting himself in a situation where he's uh, destitute to go on to the practice squad. Are you sitting sitting down now? (laughs) You're ready for this one? You know what the plan is with this guy. Well, I know what you you, you, think they're going to convert him. They want to convert him to a tight end because you know how great we are at changing guys' positions in the draft, you know? We have a history of that. It hasn't worked once. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and, and uh, I'm Jim Jensen becoming a slot receiver is not worked once. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah, and uh, you know, obviously, this guy has size uh, that you were telling me about. You know, that might enable something like that. But um, you know, tight end. Uh, <laughs> it's just I don't know. Is this the kind of thing? So they let Kaseki go. And they draft yeah. a guy that's gonna that is like Gasecki who doesn't block. Yeah. So that very, remember we very got rid of Gasecki because he couldn't block; he only could catch. Right. So this is the same yeah. mo. So we're gonna take a receiver who's in a tight end and then make him a tight end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm going uh, with that one. That's that's a good idea. Yeah, and I think that <laughs> you know basically you know when they when you try to do that like you said and they've done this uh, an awful lot. Um, does not make a lot of sense to me, and it certainly doesn't make a lot of sense when you, uh, you know, uh, when you look at 
uh, areas that they may need improvement or areas that were, in fact, you know, good. Um, I hadn't heard, you know, I hadn't heard this plan. You told me all about it. Either way, I think it's it's a very confusing pick. Um, you know, I, it, I don't feel like they addressed enough needs going in there. Um, uh, so, uh, you know, only time will tell, and we'll have to see how that goes. Um, they did have one more pick, and that's in the seventh round, and they took an offensive tackle, Ryan Hayes from Michigan, with the 238th pick. And, uh, you know, offense, offensive line seemed like it was getting uh, a lot more cohesive. Uh, this is a guy, I guess, that can play tackle or guard, but he's basically going to be looking for a depth spot. And, you know, injury-wise, uh you know, we'll see if this if, if this team stays healthy, um, injury-wise, their offensive line I think can be pretty strong, and I think it's only going to get better. But but that's not to say that you can't really just overlook um, the the problems that they had injury-wise, right? Yeah, there's a lot. The, the guys, the offensive line, they said that he was like second team All-American like two years in a row, right? In his conference, so. They said his the only what what is it the only attribute that's his problem is he has short arms. <laughs> yeah, you always said he, what does that mean? I, I don't know, know what, what that, that means. I, I don't know what that means. I mean, you can't, maybe you're not a good center, but what the hell is short arms have to do with being an offensive lineman? You know, yeah, like you, I, can't, I, you can't pass block I, well. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to just mean that, you know, you, you I guess you can't. I don't know what it means, to be honest with you. <laughs> it could be <laughs> not yes, playing football. You know what it means? It means, like, we don't know what the hell this guy ever did, so let's come up with something, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, it it's kind of bizarre. Um, you know, and, and again, you know, Dolphins taking talent at these positions was never really the problem. It just seems like these guys, you know, it, it just hasn't been cohesive there, and it, it just kind of hasn't seemed to come into fruition, um, you know, as much as you would like it to be. Uh, I mean, they've drafted a lot of good offensive linemen and promising, uh, you know, offensive linemen for sure. I mean, Eichenberg, right, and uh, I mean, yeah, uh, Kendall, they, they they drafted him. It's just a matter of it just becoming cohesive and stuff like that. And you know, and I guess we'll you know, just did, have did to see. Think this year, did you think going in? I know we had we had originally had two first round picks, but I thought we were loaded. I thought we had two seconds. I thought we had a lot of picks. How did we end up with four? I know what happened in the first round, but how did we end up with four picks? Yeah, well, we had some trades and, and, and things like that that, you know, that you kind of gave up and, and, you know, you gave up a third-round pick this year and, and stuff well, like that. You lost, like you said. No, now. Like, you know, with, with uh, Jalen Ramsey, you gave up a third-round pick, which we'll talk about now. Okay. And, uh, and, and as we said, like, listen, the, the, the Dolphins, the reason why some of these things on the surface when you hear, hear us talking about him, I say, well, I don't know. I don't really see that. Well, the Dolphins made an awful lot of off-season moves. Uh, in fact, probably the most in the NFL. And, uh, and these positions that we talked about uh, were at the top of, the, of what was being addressed. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come on back, uh, we're going to go over these positions, such as tight end and, of course, corner. Right back after this. When the autumn mist is drawing near and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer, you'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins, and you're listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, 
Pat Catello. Trying to get my courage up There was this long, lovely dancer in a little club downtown Loved to watch her do her stuff Through the long, lonely night She filled my sleep Softly swaying to that smoky beat down on Main Street. Down on Main Street. Okay, welcome back. Miami Dolphins draft special legend show. And uh, just a reminder, you can catch us right on iTunes. Just go right to the iTunes store and subscribe, and you'll get our latest episodes, specials, everything uh, delivered right to your phone. And you can send us any questions, comments, uh, Pacatello Show at yahoo.com. So, Rich, as I was uh, talking, uh, you know, earlier about all these moves that the, the Miami Dolphins have made, um, it, it directly correlates to what we were saying in the draft and they were probably the busiest team throughout the uh the, the you know the off season and i think they made some some pretty good moves so um you know, to start off of course um i think the biggest move they probably made was was vic fangio so they they, they, they changed yeah. their defensive coordinator and they get vic fangio now to take over there they pay a lot for him uh you know the highest paid coordinator basically in the game maybe in history i think right and so uh you know with that being said now everything is going to revolve around him and and his schemes and, and such as that so the first big move that they do make is jalen ramsey um now they give up they don't give up a ton for him i mean basically what they gave up was they gave up a third round pick and hunter long but they got a third round pick from the patriots so uh, and Hunter Long went to the Patriots, and so um, you know, so that, that's basically what they gave up, you know, which is not a ton. Um, and uh, you know, uh, I guess it depends on what Jalen Ramsey has left in the tank, and how he's going to, uh, how cohesive, you know, it will mesh with Xavier Howard, and uh, and I guess we go from there, right? I mean, you would think that. With Fangio and his schemes, um, this has got to be, you know, a, a plus. Uh, I don't know how you feel about it, but like I said, you're not giving up a ton for it. No, it's, it's the right move. I have no problem with that. I'm, I'm surprised anybody wanted Hunter Long. Yeah, I mean, I just think, you know, I, I, first of all, I think, you know, Belichick with tight ends, right? I mean, this is uh, Kyle Brady, uh, you know, all, I mean, I think he sees, uh, I mean, he even took, who's that other tight end we took from Boston College, Pete Mitchell? I think he might have even yeah. wound up taking him down the road eventually. <laughs> He's, uh, you know, so he loves these kind of tight ends, and I guess he figures he could, uh, you know, mold them. Hunter Long never really got uh, you know, on the field that much, and to, so I guess he likes what he sees potentially there. But yeah, so so that's that's the move there, and and ironically, you know, this kind of opened up the tight end problem because Gusecki, of course, uh, you know, goes to the Pats, and you know he, you know, Belichick's salivating over that because I think he sees the potential of what somebody like Gusecki can do, right? I mean, Gusecki has a lot of talent, and he's a perfect example of a tight end that, you know, people say maybe he's a one-trick pony, but they were pretty good tricks, and then they just kind of did not continue it because they did not want to uh, embellish him, basically, to have a high contract in the future, which they never were going to give anyway. So it's kind of bizarre. It's like they didn't want him to become a star, because they didn't want to, you know, pay him like a star, but they wound up not paying him anyway, and he left. So, um, you know, there's that. 
Yeah, it's just, you know, it's the MO of the team. I mean, that's constantly do this all the time, you know. I mean, I, I, I don't, you know, going back to the tight end thing, I, I don't know how you let somebody like Kaseki leave. I mean, you know, how they alienated him last year and really like, took him out of the game plan. When you have a weapon like that, to me, it was it's the perfect – it's a perfect weapon for a quarterback like Tua. You know, like, why would you get rid of a security blanket like that, you know? I mean, how many tight ends are that talented? You know, what, this, what this does now is it, it you know, it, it created, in a sense, a need. Now, they did address that need, and they addressed it, you know, pretty early because they signed Eric Salbert, the tight end from Denver. Um, now, you know, if – if he turns out to be this tight end, you know, that they want, he will fill in that spot. But, you know, uh, they made such a big deal about the blocking part of, of Gusecki and how he didn't block, which I think is the most overrated thing you can have for a tight end, to be honest well, you with don't, you. You know, my, you know my saying on that one, you know, you show me a, a, a blocking tight end, I'll show you a tight end that can't catch. Yeah, you know, I think that, there's a lot they, to when that. When they say that, that's what it is. You know, I think there's a lot to that. Yeah, I mean, um, so you know, so we'll, we'll see. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know enough about him, um, but you know, uh, it, it's obviously not going to be a pass catching guy like Gasecki was. And of course, they signed Smythe, no. and you know, and, and now that this brings up, I guess, what you're saying with Elijah Higgins. But you know how I feel about that. I mean, uh, if Elijah Higgins is a wide receiver that they want to make into a tight end. How good a blocking tight end is Elijah Higgins going to be? Of course, he can't be. He can't be. Right? They said it's like of the course you can't. It, it's, it's basically everything they didn't like about Gasecki is this other guy. You know? So, yeah. I don't know. It makes no sense. Makes no sense. Yeah, I mean, still got Tanner. But, you know, they, you know, we saw the handwriting on the wall. They didn't want Gasecki two years ago. No. They couldn't figure no, out how to get rid of him. And I think this could be an issue. I do. Like I said, yeah. I don't know enough about Salbert, but I think this could be an issue because, you know, uh, in this league especially, if you've noticed the trend, pass-catching tight ends and, and uh, ex- uh, playmaking tight ends basically uh, win Super Bowls and, and, and are at the top uh, as far as top teams right now. Uh, you see that with Kelsey. Kelsey. Kittle? Did you ever hear about their blocking? I don't know. Can they block? I never. No, heard about it. I mean they can. Yeah, I they never. Can. I, never like I never saw. Kittle I'm sure they could, but did you ever? Did you ever see a highlight of that? Did you ever hear? Him yeah, I mean I have with Kittle. I know they always focus on that. How what a great blocker he is, and he is. And I've yeah. seen him. I've seen him pancake people, but you know what? That's not why Kittle could be argued as the best tight end. No. I mean the guy is electric with the ball, catching the ball, and same with with um. Uh, Kelsey, you know, and, and so yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I just think uh, yeah, remember, remember when Belichick left Gronkowski in to block on an extra point, and he was like missed yeah. like three months because he broke his yeah, arm. I know. Stay in your lane, right? I should tell you something right there, though. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. That extra and, and, point was really worth it. Yep. Buffalo signed Knicks. You know, they locked him up. That's a guy. Uh, Knox, I think, is a, I think he's a top-notch tight end. I know you don't love him. But you need to have these kind of guys to compete. You really yeah. do. Every top-notch team has them. They really do. So I don't know what the Dolphins got in Salbert. Again, I, I, I certainly know what Dorham Smythe is. Uh, and Tanner he's Connor. He's not great. He's good, Smythe, but he's, he's not great. He's, he's, you know? Yeah, so you're lacking there. You're lacking there, Rich. Yeah. That's that's what I'm going to say about it. Oh, um, you know. Okay, so now we talked about you know the the Elijah Higgins and, and getting the receiver, and basically uh, you know you got Freddie Swain from uh, the Broncos, you got uh, Robbie Chosen Anderson, you got uh, Braxton Berrios from the Jets, um, you know, and this is in addition. In addition to an already extremely solid Tyreek Hill, Waddle, still have Cedric Wilson Jr. He was supposed to be traded 19 times till Tuesday. Last I checked, he's still on the roster. Uh, they yep. re-signed River Craycraft, right? Uh, well, I mean, we like a lot. Yeah. Uh, so again, this kid they drafted. I mean. 
not a great spot to be in. I mean, can you spell practice squad? Like, it's really not a great spot. And you know how they are with rookies to begin with. I mean, we've watched yeah. this take place from Devontae Parker and the long list of receivers who basically went on the practice squad and you know for years and years and years. So um, I don't know. I don't love the spot that they put Elijah Higgins in, and making this team uh, as a receiver is gonna not going to be an easy thing to do. That's for sure. They're very deep there. So we'll see. And I I, I always like Berrios. You know, I think he's very good. But the reason why I bring him up, Rich, is because Berrios. Is a, he's a, a returner. He's the punt returner. He's the the kickoff That's returner. Well, I have no it problem is with good. that. No, I yeah. don't either. I I love that. But my point is, they're saying like they're penciling you know these guys in as 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 a returner. I don't even see that as yeah. an opening. Do you? I mean, like I don't see that as really a big opening for this kid. This uh, I, I'm not not here. No. Uh, that's that's uh, a cane. The running He's back. He's a little bit too big for that, isn't he? Yeah, the, the, no, yeah, I'm the running back, the, I think. No, I'm talking about Devon Kane. They say, you know, they're penciling him in that he could be uh, the returner, but, you know, they, they seem like they've addressed that. I don't, I don't think I'm punts. I'm kickoffs, though, wouldn't you think? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I know they have Berrios slotted in for both of them right now. Well, I so, think the one we'll thing see. they neglected is with free agency, too, with, you know, the, the free agency, meaning the undrafted free agents, you know, of the draft. I think they should have brought a kicker in, but they didn't do it. Yeah. Well, while you're on that subject, it's not a place kicker, but one of their big off-season uh, signings uh, was to change punters. So they, they, they signed uh, Jake Bailey and uh, got him away from the Patriots now. I, I like that move. Um, you know, uh, it's, uh, it's the kind of thing, you know, where I think it makes – the Patriots. I'm surprised the Patriots didn't have him, but and then I also started thinking. I thought Belichick always loves lefty punters, right? Yeah, well, I don't think Belichick's a lefty. No, he's <laughs> not. He's a righty. Yeah, yeah. I guess the, the lefty <laughs> left a couple years ago when they brought Bailey in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I, don't I don't know. know. He but, does like know. lefty punters. Yeah, how did that work out for us? I, uh, yeah, I, I know. It, it, it's kind of strange there, right? It, it, it's a strange one. Um, so, That's so they did sign him. That on. that was a big thing. Yeah. And and uh, staying on the offensive side now, um, they signed Mike White. Um, so you know he's from down there. Of course, he was going to be the uh, the the second coming for the Jets. Uh, but he, I think we both agree that you know it, it's better than what you had. Um, very disappointing. Uh, backup-wise, uh, you know, as far as Bridgewater went, and 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 then, you know, and then you you saw you liked a lot, uh, I guess, of what Skylar Thompson was able to do thrown into that playoff game, um, and then they also signed Glennon, so uh, that's what you got backup-wise now, right? Yeah, it doesn't mean he's making the team though. I, no, know. no, no. Of course it don't. Of course it don't. But which one's out? Glennon. I don't think he makes the team. Well, well, they just promoted Glennon from the yeah. practice squad. They just promoted him. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think he makes it. Yeah, maybe I not. But the one thing, right? But the one thing you got to factor in is what these guys do, and it's not always taking snaps. You know, it's the mind and the play. Oh my gosh! And all yeah, that we, we remember remember Skylar Thompson? Oh, they're not going to give up on him. He's a, he was a rookie last year. He won the game to get us into the playoffs. He's going to be the third stringer. I think Mike White's the second. I would I would pretty much say that's kind of locked in, bearing an injury okay. or something. I, I think, yeah, I, I think you're right. just there for security reasons. I mean, it's okay. pretty proven that that guy can't play a lick. Yeah, so I agree. I'm not pushing for Glenn. Believe me. I'm you know, just telling no. you that. He's terrible. No, but you know what I'm saying? No, I mean, you know who was really at them? Mike Francesca said he was going to be a star. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, how'd that work out, yeah. Mike? <laughs> okay, and now uh, one more move, and I think it's a big one. Um, is uh, they, they they upgraded their offensive line when uh, they took Dan Feeney from the Jets as well. Um, now Dan Feeney is a guard, and uh, I think that adds depth there. Um, so I think I think he's ultimately going to be a starter um, when this season starts. Um, we'll see. Yeah. 
but uh, so that that will change, you know, that will change some things. Because um, right now, I guess, uh, I, you know, you have so many guys. I mean, I, when you say a lot of these guys are listed as centers, I don't know. I guess, I guess Feeney can play center too. Because I think I've seen him on the depth chart somewhere as a center. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. So we'll see how it all shakes out. But that's another high-quality offensive lineman. To throw in the mix, at least. You see the, and I bring did, that. Did you see our Did you see our stadium on TV yesterday? Uh, yeah, for the Formula One. <laughs> Is that what you talking about? You can't You can't make it up. They're racing around the stadium. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a little out of left field, but yeah, I, I got you. And the you reason why I bring that The reason why I bring this up is because you know they drafted Ryan Hayes. You know, for that reason. So this is another guy now that you're throwing into that mix, right? So you're going to have a lot of depth there, but, you know, all these guys are not going to be able to stay there. So I guess they're anticipating Well, he could be a practice see. squad guy. Yeah, you know that's what I mean. I mean? That's what I'm saying. So project. a lot of these you know, rookie the, the picks I mean, what's the last time we had a seven-year pick make the roster? Yeah, well, yeah, well, of course not. Yeah. You know, I don't know where uh, you, you took um, – uh, like uh, Eichenberg, I don't think he was, uh, you know, projected to to be practice squad, obviously. But um, you're right; a lot of those guys that we take after that, uh, you know, seem to kind of just blend. So we'll we'll, we'll see. Um, I think Ryan Hayes is still on the roster. I think he was taken last year, right? Or, or, or not Hayes? Um, the, no, not Hayes. We had another. Yeah, uh, maybe it was Coleman or something was drafted really long. So, yeah, I understand what you're saying, and that's my point. So a lot of these rookies, they don't really have spots. It's going to be a tough gig for them. It's, I wouldn't really be that happy if I was drafted for the, by the Miami Dolphins, these guys. You know, um, that, that's my point with it all. Uh, and now from the defensive side of the ball, the Dolphins. Yeah, I, would think, I think throughout the league, though, if you're like the – top three rounds, you're pretty much not going to get cut. I mean, a fourth-round pick is the GM admitting he made a mistake. So it's different than it used to be. Like, we, we, you know, we grew up, there was first-round picks that got cut. You know, they would never admit to that right away anymore, you know. Those picks are pretty solid, you know. Even if they don't deserve to make the team, they make the team. You look at uh, Iggy, you know. Uh, yeah, I understand. That's like, but I don't remember. I don't remember too many first-round picks getting cut, though. Not many, but no, but the, it, it, it would never happen now. You know, no, definitely the, the not guy would now. You probably no, have to go the, back the pretty far for, for that. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't remember any of our first-round picks not not being around for no. at least three years, if not more. You know, I mean, I think you know, mm-hmm. all of those guys were at least three years. You know, it's not traded, maybe, but um, so yeah, I I, I know I, I, you're right, um, but I also think that the draft is, in a lot of ways, not as important as it once was. No, I, I don't think you can argue that. And there was a time, and I think you still had that mentality where you know the everything was the draft, bad draft, well, I and think then your team is- was inept. I think now this year like, was a very starless draft. But that just goes to show you that. I mean, I just think that if you look at yeah. the teams that have been successful, you don't really need to be a phenomenal drafter. Uh, you know, the free agency and, and all the moves that have taken place, what you do need, though, is you need to secure uh, quarterback. a quarterback. And that yeah. has become the that's, biggest that's issue. 85 to 90% and, of the issue. Right. And the rest For of it sure. is to take care of itself. Yeah, for sure. And uh, one of the big moves that the Dolphins made before we get to defense was to uh, re-sign, uh, not re-sign, but to pick up the one-year option on Tua. So we're going to take our break, and uh, we're going to come back, and, and we will address the, the elephant in the room right after this. Second and nine, and throwing sideline, and he has the record. Irving Flyer on the catch. San Marino has now thrown to more yards than anyone else in the history of the National Football League. Hey, this is Dan Marino. You're listening to the Pacatello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. 
he recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Dolphins Legend Show Draft Special 2023. Pat Catello, Rich Van Zant coming at you. And just a reminder, you can catch us right on iTunes. Just go subscribe, get the latest right there. And uh, you can send us any questions, comments, Pacatello Show at yahoo.com. And Rich, as we were saying to round out the offensive moves, uh, the Miami Dolphins did pick up the uh, one year option, the fifth year option on uh, quarterback Tua Tagovailoa. And uh, I don't know. From uh, that's a no-brainer. I don't know why they. It's a no-brainer. Uh, you just you know. So they do yeah. that. Um, uh, you know, we're not going to know anything until this actually comes to fruition. But we both know that for this team to have any success, uh, your starting quarterback has to be healthy, and he's going to have to be able to you know go through the season. Um, and you know, we'll see how this plays out because last year was a fiasco. It was a it was a yeah. fiasco of epic proportions, um, and I told you my my feelings hasn't changed on it. It's a stigma that's not going away. I mean, you'd have to get four years deep, three to four years deep before this gets passed under, and it's not. <laughs> so what not are they going to do anymore. No, no. Say say he goes through the year hypothetically. He goes yeah. through uninjured this year. Now you have to sign him to a long term deal. Now you know well, everybody that comes up for a long term deal. Is getting the most money ever. So, is Tua going to get the most money ever? No, of course he's not. Why would he get the most money ever? So then he's going to walk? No, but he's not going to get the most money ever. There seems to be no. There never seems to be any gray area. It either seems to be the most money ever, or you walk. Yeah, but you got to look at who's. You got to look at the guys who have done that, though. I mean, you know, it was first it was, it was Patrick Mahomes, right? I mean, you got to look at the yeah. transition and, and Prescott. Um, right, I mean, this this is a guy, this is a guy who's got a big injury problem, and he doesn't have that. You know, even that now it's uh, Lamar Jackson, right? And he's got so, an injury problem too. John, not, not like problem, that. but he's got not an injury like problems. that. Not like not like no. that. Not like no, one more hit think. and you're done forever. I mean, yeah. that's not an injury problem, Rich. That's 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 something hanging over you. That's like is that everybody one hit away from? Isn't everybody one hit away from the other? Technically, yes, 
technically, yes, but not really. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you know as well as I do. I mean, now what's been the talk all off season? Is that I know, how no, close not, he was I, to retiring? I know. I know. I know. Yeah. But how, I know. how would you know? I mean, he just came out and said that. Yeah, no, I, he I just know, came I out and said that. Was I heard it? I know, I heard it. But that's from him. I heard it. That's from I him. So yeah. you know how how can you say everybody's in that same position? They're not, because if this happens again, that's going to be it. So you know that's obviously that's going to be uh, that's going to be a con- part of contention. And I hope that he stays healthy, and we have to at least at least he has this option. And of course, that's something I guess that's going to be put in. Right, that's going to have to be a stipulation in the contract. I, I can't see how it's not. They would never huh? allow that to be in the contract. They would never allow that to be in the contract. Well, I think you're allowed to put how many games you play. There'll, there'll be something to that effect. Uh, I mean, I guess uh, it's, uh, I guess I don't, it's, no way, man. No way. They're not going to say if you get a concussion, you're not going to get paid. There's no, no way. No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I think uh, listen, you've seen Aaron Rodgers' contract. You know, there's tears on how many games you know you play if you play a certain well, percentage of the season. That's compensation right. to the Packers. That's right. nothing and about think, his paycheck or what his contract is. That's about how much they. It could go up to a first round pick if he pays 65 percent of the games. Right. That, so that you, you don't think that that's penalizing the player? They're no, not allowed to that, put that in. You're not allowed to put that in a contract. You can't do it. It's against the Players Association thing. It never happened. Well, if you think he's going to be the highest-paid player in football, you're I'm not saying he's not the way. So it's a dilemma because it seems to be all or nothing. You don't know. You're not understanding where I'm coming from. It doesn't seem like you have a choice. Yeah, I do, but it's kind of stupid. You have to overpay your your gun. There never seems to be negotiation with this stuff, you know? Yeah, but, Rich, there's been other, other quarterbacks have signed deals. This year, yeah, Kyler Murray. Who who else? The Herbert's not up yet. That's gonna, he's going to be the next highest paid guy. Yeah, you know? yeah, I'm sure those guys are. Yeah, it's not like but every quarterback no that finds it. There's no gray area. There's a gray area as far as being the highest paid quarterback. What's that? Dak Prescott wasn't exactly a superstar, and he got he no, was the highest paid no, he, he was up. He wasn't. He wasn't, uh, and and you're right. And it, but he happened to have that good season, and he was a franchise guy, and they locked him up. Which uh, you know, uh, the more and more these guys sign these deals now, it's looking like a bargain. It's insane, and I agree with you. I mean, these contracts are are just insane. The one you're leaving out is the one who set this precedent. I can't believe you haven't brought him up. He's oh, the one who did I know this. That. And, and, yeah. and and also Kyle, Kyle Murray too. No, it's Watson, no, Rich. It's, one. it's Watson. Kyler Murray signed an yeah, insane oh, yeah, well, deal. Watson, Watson yeah, know, signed a deal that's 100% guaranteed. Yeah, I know it. The that's Browns the first, screwed man. up the salary cap for quarterbacks for a long time. I mean, that's did. the problem. That that's the, yeah. that's the problem. I mean, these contracts yep. now are, are, you know, they're insane. And they're all guaranteed for the most part. I mean, a so. A lot of it is, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, almost all. Who's the other quarter? There's another quarterback that signed the big deal this offseason besides Jackson. Somebody else, too. Um, uh, who was it? Uh, a big quarterback just signed a huge deal. Not quite as big. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you're right. Not quite as big, and it's all—it's almost all guaranteed. It's um, what's his face? Um, Help me out here. It's, uh, yeah, I know. I, that tipped my tongue. And Garoppolo, too, right? What did he get? That's, yeah, Garoppolo got a – he didn't get a crazy deal like that. Though. No, he didn't get a crazy the deal. There was another one. There was another yeah, one that another took $176 million. Yeah, and that's why – Oh, I know who was. It's Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. It was Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, absolutely. Yes. And, and so, you know, so, yeah, you don't have to be the highest he wasn't even up yet. No. He wasn't well, even up is, yet. No, yeah. uh, because yeah. – because, What's going on, you know, it, 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 it's a problem, and I think it's a, uh, you know, we're basically running out of time here, but it's a problem because the salary cap, I think we've both talked about this, you're going to have to now make justifications for the quarterback position and take it out of the cap. You're going to have to. It's yeah. just getting too out of hand. I mean, it, yeah, it's getting completely to ridiculous. And, and you're right. You're like, listen, yeah. Burroughs. Herbert, 
yeah. Lawrence is still a few away. I mean, that's just that's just yeah. the tip. Those are the guys, oh, you yeah. know. I, I, Tua's in a bad list. They're both in a bad spot. I, I like Tua. I don't envy the situation that the Dolphins are going to be in. And I understand what you're saying. They're not going to be allowed to say, if you get hurt, you're not getting paid. I got that. But it's going to be, it's going to be addressed one way or the other, whether it's a stipulation or whether or not his contract is going to be uh, more incentive-driven. And that's what's going to happen, Rich. It's going to be incentive-driven. There's ways around it. And an incentive-driven contract is how they're going to get around it. Yeah. You know, they disguise it like that. They, 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 they come out of my daddy may walk because there's somebody who will pay him. You know, yes, but there's no difference we'll in the gray area. That's my point. Well, that you, there's going to be a gray area with him. Because, and and, and listen, say. that doesn't mean that he's not going to get like it's not going to be like paid per year in that salary cap in that salary. It just means that he's not going to be able to get. I don't believe he's ever getting a hundred and twenty million dollar guaranteed contract. Or it's even more. What are, what are some of these contracts now? I mean, some of these contracts are like yeah, ones, Lamar. Well, Lamar got 176 million guaranteed and 200. 176 guaranteed. 176 yeah. guaranteed. Yeah. Wow. I wow. remember when Winfield got three million dollars over five years. They thought it was yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, and that was a big thing. I, I I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. It's, uh, you're right. I do too. You're absolutely right. Uh, okay. Before, uh, not to cut it short, but we made a lot of defensive moves too. I just want to address some of those because, um, you know, some of those could be important. I think the biggest one we made was the David Long signing. He's the page, uh, the Titans tight, uh, linebacker. Um, and I, I think from what I'm hearing, I mean, listen, we don't watch the Titans all that much, but, uh, we lost uh, a Landon Roberts. Um, that was the one other big name that we kind of lost. I know there's no love lost there with you with him, but uh, he had his moments. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he was, the, he you know, he's the leading tackler of the Dolphins last year. He was a uh, leading tackler. Yeah. Um, so you lost field. him. Yeah. <laughs> so we <laughs> we lose him, and so because of that, um, you know, you got uh, Long coming in, and I think he. You know, he showed uh, some stuff over there from what I'm hearing, but he's going to fill into well, that well, the line. Whole, so. The best attribute he has, he can cover the tight ends out of the backfield and the fullbacks and the, the running backs out of the backfield, which we are, were and are atrocious at. So if, that, yes. if he can solidify that, that would be fantastic. Yeah. You know? well, we, we shall see on that, right? I mean, um, yeah, we'll hey. see. <laughs> right? That's what the scouting yeah, report said. I yeah, can leave I all wish. <laughs> I hear you. Um, we also got Malik Reed. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He's an outside linebacker. He was from the Pittsburgh oh, Steelers. <laughs> he had he had an off year last year, but I believe previously he was with the Denver Broncos under Fangio, so it's actually Fangio's guy okay. that he's bringing it's in Fangio's there. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yes, and uh, and lastly the Dolphins signed organization is like going to Home Depot and asking the guy that's a retired plumber how to fix the sink. You know, yeah. I know, I know. Uh, well, uh, he, he, he went all over my A.J. Dewey joke, so that's now out the window. So, uh, I'm sorry. Timing is not exactly your forte. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll end the free agency uh, with that. Um, so, uh, listen, Dolphins made a lot of moves. They made a lot of moves. Yep. What this is all going to mean, I don't know. You know, because the roster right now, you know as well as I do, it's going to look an awful lot different opening day, as it always does. Yep. And then we'll see what it looks like week eight, <laughs> and then, of course, <laughs> week 17. But, uh, but there, there's a lot of changes, and there's a lot of question marks that still remain. Um, I think that that's something that we both know, um, you know, uh, is going to linger on with this team. I don't think it's going well, the to change. Is- the genius Jets, uh, you know, reporters up here have the Jets winning 13 games. So, you know, just so you, you can put that so in does, drink. So does Vegas, yeah. right? So does Vegas. I think Vegas has them as yeah, the right. number. 
Yeah, the one guy made a good point. He goes, it's just called sucking them in. Yeah. Well, they're better than they were last year. That's for sure. And yeah. we'll see how this yeah. turns out. For you know, to uh, to laugh about it and make it seem like it's not a a good thing for them. I I don't know what it's going to do down the road. We'll see how this all turns out. But... How hard is to win thirteen wins? I mean, come on. That's oh, I'm idiotic. not saying they're winning thirteen games. Oh, I'm not saying they're winning thirteen yeah. games at all. Oh, yeah. What I'm saying is, is they're a better football team than they were last year with Aaron Rodgers. There's no disputing that. Yeah. And uh, and we'll we'll see. We're in a very difficult division. Um, you know, is it time for Buffalo to maybe take a step back? I, I might be. I think that team might be because I think that that's a mentally not an extremely strong team mentally in the sense that I think that they've been knocked out a few times thinking that they were better. And you know, so I don't know how that translates. So the one now. line I heard, the one thing I heard, like, you know, it was a great line is like the Bills dynasty may have ended before it started. You know, and yeah. sometimes, you know, you're picked to do something and it doesn't happen Absolutely. right away. It doesn't happen. Absolutely. You know? So now what what that translates to, we will see. Um, you know, yeah. uh, the Dolphins are probably the most unique case there. And now we have to compete with, you know, a Jet team with Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, we'll see how that all translates. And the Patriots, uh, real quick, the Patriots are in a real weird situation because, Belichick has made no bones that he has tried to shop Mac Jones all year. And, uh, you know, there's there's issues there. I don't think, you know, he believes in them. I, obviously, there's part of that that, you know, is, is trying to put a spark. But, um, you know, they, they, had, they shopped him. And so yep. we, we'll see. I mean, we'll see how that kind of translates. But, but Robert Kraft came out and – you know, wasn't exactly a, a high endorsing of Belichick, right? So, uh, you know, we'll see no, how a, this uh, yeah, plays out. Yeah. We forget how many wins he is behind Shula, but maybe he just goes yeah. to the sunset before it happens, you know? We can only help, yeah. you know? Un- unfortunately, uh, you know, he's he's right there. And uh, <laughs> I, 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 Belichick right now is 19 away from Shula with the playoffs and 30 regular season. But, you know, I think the playoffs is basically the mark now. And so 19. So is that two years or is that three years? That's the question. You well, think I was you crazy when I said it last year. Thir- what do you mean 30 with the regular season? I don't understand that. What do, what, do you, what do you mean by that? If you count playoffs, he's only 19 away from Shula. And I think yeah, that that's the record. Them, they don't count that, right? They don't count no, that, I think right? they do. No, I think they do. They do? I think they do. I think Shula's so, so 347 is combined? Well, no. I think that um, – I think Shula is – yeah, I, I guess uh, – I think the 347, I think, is playoffs. Yeah, and I what's, think that's what's not fair. What, what's, not, what's not fair about that is – you know, obviously, when Chu was coaching the Colts in the beginning of the Dolphins, they didn't have as many playoff games. Of course. Game. No, of course. You know? I, yeah, I got that. You know, but nobody gives – right, but I don't think anybody no, cares. I know. I know. You know what I'm saying? Know, so, yeah, know. me and you I care. Know. Me and you care. We'll talk about that till we're blue yeah. in the face. You know, it doesn't yeah. really matter. But anyhow, my point is, you know, 19 away, if that's the number, and then, you know, is that two seasons? Is that three seasons? That makes a difference, which is why, you you know, you got on me last year because I think the Patriots were a step away from an abysmal year. I think they were a step yeah, you're away. Right. And that's yeah. a big difference now, yeah. those extra four or five games that now, he won, if, he, if, he, if you're if looking comes, at that. If he has, like, another six-win year or seven-win year, does he keep coming back at this? Is he staying around? Well, that's is the thing. How, how bad is the year? Because I think if he if he, I think yeah. he has a six-win year, there's going to be a lot of heat on him for to, to, to go away. And I think the way that, you know, Kraft said it, you know, know what the exactly is. He wants to get his, he wants to get his son a job. Yeah. You know? We'll see. We'll see how this all translates. But, uh, yeah, it's exciting, man. we got a lot to talk about, and, uh, and we yeah. will do just that, my friend. So stay tuned, yeah, everybody. Stay tuned, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see you soon uh, because this season is going to be um, 
yeah, it's going to be more exciting off season, Rich. It's going to be yeah. the kind of thing you know where I think there's going to be some some other moves and stuff being made. But before you know it, um, you know we'll be uh, right into it and uh, yeah, we'll be stay tra- tuned. Everybody. Training camps what? Six, yeah. you know, what is it? Two or three months away? Training camp, right? Yeah. So, no, not even. Not even there. Yeah. Not even. Not even. Friend. Yeah, you're right. Not even. Yeah, it's so, May, June, July, yeah, right. eight, nine weeks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Absolutely. All right, buddy. And we will see you then. Take care, everybody. We'll see you next week. Took a look down a westbound road Right away I made my choice Headed out to my big two-wheeler I was tired of my own boy Took a beat on the northern plains And just rolled that power on Twelve hours out of Mackinac City Stopped in a bar to have a brew Met a girl and we had a few drinks And I told her what I decided to do She looked out the window a long, long moment And she looked into my eyes She didn't have to say a thing Yeah.